Dwayne Brummett here with Allie Alvarigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Good morning, Allie. Hey, Dwayne, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. 9.30. 9.30, we're on our call today. Different time. We're not, I'm not used to this. I think our computer wasn't used to it either. Yeah, isn't it always something? It's crazy. It's just like our world, right? You know, what? I just saw a funny meme the other day. Not funny. It's funny, but but kind of disturbing. But it said, hey, it, it's it's rioting season now. We just got through COVID season, you know, like almost like a holiday. You know, we, before we've even done with one, we're into the next. It's always something. Yeah, exactly. So uh, what uh, what phase are you guys in uh, for you guys? And then, uh, you know, I well, kind of- well, what's interesting is that I had some I was excited the other day and I posted it. You might have seen it. I posted it on our uh, martial arts school owner talk page um, that we were in uh, phase two, which listed martial didn't list martial arts, but it listed schools, daycares, small schools, private schools as being able to reopen. So immediately I, I consider myself a school. Um, and then I posted it and a lot of my friends were like, no, no, in New York, we're, uh, we're phase four, which is the gyms and fitness centers. So we ended up, uh, it ended up once, you know, I looked a little bit deeper, they're classifying us as a gym or a fitness center, not as a martial arts school um, and a school. So anyway, That's we're, crazy. we have to wait. Yeah, so, you know, they're allowed to open um tanning salons you know which is one of my clients is a tanning salon they're allowed to open dent dentists you know literally everything else hair cutting um i'm going tomorrow to get my hair cut uh it's not quite open yet so he's like you just got to knock on the door three times i'll open up the door we're you know we're in the back room you know like it's such ridiculousness you know it's just crazy yeah so, well we're in uh we're in phase three and um, we're supposed to, I'm not doing this, we're supposed to um, be in groups of 10 and be outside. Okay. And, but you can do one-on-one privates inside. Right. Total makes sense. Everything that they do is 100% logical. I mean, from the start, right? Every, it just sets such, I don't know, like, this goes to show, I, I, here's a quick funny story. Like, I had a, I had a student, her dad was the head of Secret Service in New York. He did like presidential bodyguarding and, and he would live at the Clinton's house and, and, and do that bodyguarding. So, and I'd always talk to him about conspiracy theories. He says, you're giving the government way too much credit. He goes, half the time they couldn't orchestrate something in front of everyone with 57,000 different people trying to figure it out. Right. And you're letting them in. You're going to think that they can orchestrate a conspiracy theory that no one could figure out and cover all their tracks. He says, I think I don't think it's possible. You know, maybe it made a little sense seeing like the logic of what goes on in um, in our world today. Like, so yeah. it's just insane. So you could you could touch someone and do or be there with them one on one. But you can't teach a group if they're all spread out. I, I don't know. Just well, I, I am. They're in my studio. Uh, yeah. I will say that I only have and I only have if I have 10 percent of my population coming in right now, that right. I, I, that would be a lot. Um, but now, that's kind of what I thought would happen. You know, uh, 10 the first week, another, you know, five to 10 the next week. You know, that's kind of what I'm thinking is going to happen. But um, I, I I'm having and well, I'm having the kids wear masks. Okay. But um, 
I think next week I'm going to say it's optional. If, if you want your child to wear a mask, then you can have your child wear a mask. The instructors will still wear masks, but, you know, your child does not have to uh, unless you, you request it. Right. So the masks, are, that's an interesting dynamic, too, because, like, even the CDC is saying that they don't think it's necessary, but it's mixed messaging. So... Well, yeah, not only is it mixed messages, but I, the, I, 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 from my standpoint, I did it because of the perspective. I wanted, you know, them to go, oh, okay, he's doing everything he possibly can do to keep everybody safe. Um, yeah. So, and then I, I got, I got spanked uh, after Monday night's class because uh, Tuesday I got an email from one of our uh, black belt parents saying, uh, you did gun defenses. I, I thought everything was going to be touchless. Hmm. So uh, we did touchless gun defenses last night, you know, for the black belt class, except for the individuals that had siblings uh, or family members. They were able to work with each other, but everybody else, we held the gun out and then they had to pretend like they were doing it. You know what I mean? So you didn't do you didn't do partner pairing with the gun defense. They assumed that you did. gun. No, defense. we did. We right. did. Oh, you did do it. Yeah. So then they didn't want you to. Right. Well, one person. Yeah, I, I know. And, and listen, I, I get it. Like, I, you know, you've heard me talk about how we used, I used to always say, like, those people are just idiots or those people are just stupid or those people just don't get it. And then, you know, I look at it and I say, like, there's so many different levels of understanding and, and fear and, and how they react. It's uh, It's just their own their own, you know, their own understanding. Like, so their fears control that. And I guess we got to learn to tolerate. That's like, we're going to, I knew that if we turn the water forces back on, meaning that this, the government said you're allowed to open, didn't mean like everyone all of a sudden, poof, it was going to be back to normal. Right. I think that there's going to be a slow trickle of people getting back to normal. And and there might be people that never get back to normal. Like they, they might, like I have some parents that have said, listen, I've, I've homeschooled for the last few months. I, I like it. I'm never putting my kid back in public school. I, you know, I, I think that people are going to be like, like we love doing these bike rides and family nights and we're going to do that instead of martial arts. Like things have changed for people in so many ways. So we have to kind of roll with those punches and just move forward. Like I was telling one of my clients in Australia this morning, he's open. Um, they've been open full time and, uh, it's been like a week and a half, two weeks, but, uh, it's different. Their infection rate is very low in his area. He's in Western Australia. Um, but they're allowed to throw grapple and all of that stuff. But, um, slowly the enrollment is coming back slowly. You know, one, the first week was a few people here and there. Now it's way more, um, as people get their confidence, they'll start to slowly come back in. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not concerned about right now i'm i'm actually more concerned about mid-july come august type thing that's where i'm concerned about with regards to uh the finances you know uh, i don't know about you but you know we've got we got the ppp i never uh, got it i never got mine i submitted it three times and never got it oh my gosh other friends of mine have gotten multiples. They have four different schools. They've gotten it for all four of their schools. I didn't get any, but I did get other things that were really helpful, you know, that I must admit that it was helpful. And I, I'm currently on unemployment personally because I was taking a, a very small paycheck from my from the corporation. So um, I stopped taking that paycheck in, you know, probably I think it was like April and I've been collecting unemployment with the pandemic 
So it's $600 plus my unemployment. So that's been helping me uh, take the burden off the school a little. Okay. All right. Yeah. See, that's, you gotta, you gotta play the game, right? Right. Unfortunately. Right. I mean, and it's not, I guess it's not really a game, but it's part of, uh, part of what we need to do. Right. Well, I mean, it's not any different than me taking the PPP. Right. Uh, Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, by the way, I um, uh, just want to say this to the listeners is that they just changed the rules on the PPP. Now it's um, you only have to spend up to 60 percent on um, uh, payroll and you oh, get 20, 24 weeks. OK. Rather than you had to do it in eight weeks. OK, so then that's good. It just extended out over a larger period. Yes. Yeah, I mean, fortunately for me, uh, I mean, I'm blessed, honestly, blessed that, you know, 55, maybe 50% of my enrollment stuck with us, right? Um, a lot of the people are still training. We still have classes with 20, 30 people on a class on Zoom. Um, over the course of the week, a good majority of our attendance is coming, people are coming and attending classes. Uh, I have had people that have said, no, we just don't like the online classes. We'll come back when, when, you know, when you open up. I've also had people say, listen, my kids hate the online, online classes. They just, that's not the way they learn, but we're going to still pay you because we want to support what you do and we believe in you. Thank um, God for that. Yeah, there's been such a good blessing. Then I've had people that are like hardcore, were like my core group that totally abandoned me. You know, like, hey, I can't afford it. I'm not going to pay. Um, can you work a deal? And while others said, you know, I want my money back at the end of the term in credits for everything that I paid during the Zoom classes. So a lot of true colors came out. But then again, I think it comes out from fear, that same fear response. Yeah, I got one. Uh, I got one of those that you had where they uh, called their credit card company and charged back. Yeah, I've had many of those, which was very frustrating. You know, like just just give me a call and tell me, right? Rather than because well, this person only- this person called me, and you know, uh, I didn't get their message until you know, or get back to them until two hours later. Right. And they didn't even wait for me to respond. They immediately because when she, on the voicemail she says, "And when I hang up, I'm calling my credit card company." Well, which is so so now I had to do a dispute because. Right. Uh, and you, I'm sure you had to do that too, where, uh, they, well, maybe not, but they, I, I, when I got that message that same day, I refunded it. So she got my money twice back, back. Gotcha. Now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you pay every time there's a chargeback, you pay, depending on your card company between 20 and 40 bucks for the chargeback. It was 25 each Yeah, that we pay out of our pocket. So if they do two months of chargebacks, then we're paying 50 bucks. Yeah. You know what? And, and to me, I have a few people that cancel very, very on in and uh, they were very nasty about it and they turned on me. I mean, I'm going to look back when they come back, if they come back, I'm going to have a sit down with them and say, I didn't, I don't appreciate the way things went. And um, I'm sorry, but you know, especially on the chargeback people, I'm going to say, you have to pay me for that chargeback money. Um, and, uh, you know, or else there's no training. I mean, I just don't want to deal with people that really did that. But then again, on the other side, do I just shut up, suck it up, deal with it and get them as a student, um, and, uh, and understand that maybe they're, they were acting from a point of fear versus, you know, a point of rationalism. It's just like, I'm right there with you. I want to do the same thing. I want to do the same thing. Yeah. But you're probably right. 
you know, and, and everyone reacts to fear a different way. I mean, I just had, for the first time in all of this time, I shouldn't be sharing this, but I, I always shouldn't be sharing stuff and I share it anyway. But my daughter had broke down yesterday. She was sad. She was upset. She didn't know why. She just broke into tears. And she's been handling this very well. But especially with all the, the riots and the race issues, you know, that really hit her hard. So everyone can hold it in for a specific period of time until they just, you know, it has to come out or, or they're depressed and sad and, and so on. So I get it. A lot of people were like one of my clients who's, he's, his kid's been training six, seven classes a week. Um, and he, he's the one that wants, a, you know, the money back at the end of the agreement, but he lost a ton of money in the stock market. So I don't know, like he might've went from being rich to being poor. I don't know. Sure. Even though it, even though it annoys me. Uh, how I'm being treated in this whole situation. Um, I can understand it. Maybe he's just fearful. Like life as he knows it has is, is changed. Yeah, so, but, you know, not that I, but it still doesn't make it right. Right. You know, that's the thing is where I'm like, just treat us like you would want to be treated. Treat, well, you know? Yeah, but you know what, dude, I, I have to say, and I don't want to get philosophical or spiritual in any way, shape or form. Um, human beings are very flawed group of people i mean i almost think that animals sometimes are much more intelligent than us you know like they they, they have a very simplistic way of living you know and and it's a pack mentality like dogs for example they you know the hierarchy and then then you, you know it's easier for us it's so much emotional stuff and and lately you know it's been so amplified by social media and the media and you just never know what the truth is, the narrative is, you know, all of us are just kind of str struggling to have normalcy. Like, I have to tell you, honestly, it frust and frustrates me and makes me a little crazy when they have those birthday parades, you know, and, um, you know, I don't mind them. But I, just the other day, we had people like four times going around the block. We have a, like a court and I'm like, for like 40 minutes, beeping horns at full volume. I'm going like, what if I'm on a call with you? Like, I want, you know, I get it. Everyone's trying to find some normalcy. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's just to me, it's just the extremes all the time. <laughs> right. That's so, funny. yeah. So, yeah. So, what? So, going back in right now, we're, we, I wrote on our page, I wrote a little list of things that I'm going to be doing. And, uh, Again, you said it before, it's about, it's about optics, right? It's about the visuals. You know, not necessarily is everything going to be true. If everyone appears to be cleaning their hands, you know, or appears to be wearing masks, that might put certain people at ease, you know, um, while others might be like, I don't want my kid. I've heard this already. I've watched some of the posts from the martial arts school forums where they're like, I'm not going to have my kid wearing a mask. They nearly passed out last night. And uh, even though that martial artists wear those masks where it refines the oxygen to build their lung stamina up and their cardiovascular, um, you know, people are already like, I'm not wanting my kid to wear a mask. They're going to overheat. You know, the God forbid that they sweat or they get hot or they have to struggle to, to get through this. It's all lessons to me. But so we have to find visuals and optics. So what, what are you, do you have being that you're doing it? Are you, do you have like hand cleaning stations, you know, for the, for the Purell and, you know, are you, you know, having everyone wear gloves or not wear gloves or only parents could, you know, what are you doing? Tell us. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we opened up this week and the, the we do have a, a station when you walk in, it's just a table with, with hand sanitizer. Okay. You're supposed to walk in and hand sanitize, put your stuff away 
uh, in the cubby holes and then, you know, walk into the front room. Parents, the only parents that can, can come in is if you have a three and four year old or a five and six year old, those classes. But if you're seven up, you send your kid in without uh, an adult. Uh, the students are wearing masks at this point, but like I said, I think next week, um, and I don't know if I said this on camera or off, but, uh, next week we, uh, I'm going to change that where I'm going to make it, uh, make it optional for the students. They can, you know, if the parent wants them to wear one, then they'll wear one. If they don't, then they, you know, yeah, they don't have to wear it. Uh, instructors are wearing masks. Okay. Um, when I go in the office, when I step in the office here, I take the mask off, you know, I keep it right. around my neck. So if somebody walks in or whatever, I can just flip it back on and, right. you know, that type of thing. Um, and really that's about it. Uh, there's, there's not much, I'm not taking temperatures. I haven't had anybody say, you know, why aren't you taking temperatures? Um, you know, and if they, if they were to say, you know, and I'm not begrudging any studios that are doing it. I right. just think that it's futile to do it because somebody can be asymptomatic and not even have a fever. Right. Um, you know, so, yeah. Yeah. What about, um, what about, are you, um, are you doing the social distancing on the mats? Do you have points and marks? Is it marked out? It's not marked out, but we are. I mean, my, my, my mats are puzzled. So that, that, that's kind of already a marker. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah we were, I, I saw a jujitsu school um, that they were actually interviewed. We talked about this last week on um, on Tucker Carlson, and that's before they opened in New York, which we still haven't opened. He wanted to open. And he was showing like how he has it set up, and um, you know, so we're we're gonna try to square it off where it's gonna be 12, uh, 12 foot on center, so that with like a one foot buffer. So we'll make a square, which is gonna be a four by four square with a dot in the middle of the square. And then that'll be 12 foot on center to the next dot. So that there'll be at least a six foot or four foot, five foot buffer in between every single student. But, uh, but more so if they stay on their square, obviously they may fall to the side, move to the side, do something, but um, we're going to work that out. And in my school, fortunately, I have a big floor. So do you, we could fit a lot of people. So we're going to probably limit class sizes and do a sign up thing. Um, but uh, we're not sure how much. Yeah, well, we're doing 10 right now, and we are using uh, the ability to be able to sign up through the app on, you know, because of we're using Spark. So, right. Um, uh, and that's, that's worked out pretty good. Okay, cool. So then and people are, what if they sign up and don't show up? Are you doing anything? No, no, but most people are showing up that, that okay. sign up, or they've been uh, kind enough to remove themselves from that roster. So you, you have to show me that. We'll have to talk, you know, off camera and you could give me an idea on how to set that up on Spark. I'd appreciate it. That'd be good. So when it comes time, I can have that set up. But yeah, so so I think that there's another question too. Like I, I just talked to my guy in Australia and he's like, so Ali, what about marketing? And I'm like, well, you know, like I think that you have to be careful with jumping in full swing on marketing because you may be throwing out a lot of money because people are just not ready. So I said, I would have a staggered approach with slight growth, you know, or build on your marketing campaign, put out a marketing campaign, whether it be a Facebook marketing campaign, which we use Gus and Gus you're doing now, you're doing a hybrid um, marketing campaign, right? Where you're doing social media uh, classes and also you're doing the other stuff as well. Yeah. So we, we, yeah, we've got ours that it's uh it's a hybrid. 
you know, okay. we're, we're, we, we, you can choose whether you want to do in person or you want to do a, uh, um, you know, group classes, that type of yeah. thing. I didn't really, I have to be honest. I'm going to be honest with all the people watching. Like I did not grow um, any new students during this entire period. I, I did nothing but lose students that were existing. Um, I had many people doing and still doing the live interactive classes, but the consensus seems like after they're done, they're like, okay, well, we want to do this, but we're going to do it when you reopen. So I'm hoping that I'll have a whole flood of people. And then for all the people that signed up on my uh, interactive class uh, roster and didn't show up, meaning try out the classes or get involved, I'm hoping that they'll also, because they had raised their hands and said they were interested in martial arts to some extent. So maybe they'll also be prospect to have. I only signed up six people. Um, and okay. then I, I've since had one person quit. So, wow. Yeah, um, our friend, our friend Brett Dunlap. I mean, he literally is growing by leaps and bounds. I just wonder if these people are all interested in training on the internet and not training in person. Yeah. There is, there is a specific feeling of anonymity when you're on Zoom. You know, these kids are, you know, they're they're laying on their couch. I, it's just a whole different environment. Their parents are giving them, oh, mom, I want a drink, and you know, I'm like, listen, dude, you're in class right now. You're not going to have a drink. You know. But what can we do? They're in their own living room. It, it kind of, in my way, also shows the softness of how people are disciplining, training, and raising their kids. I mean, there's two different sides of the spectrum where kids will raise their hand and say, Sheehan, can I go to the bathroom? While other kids will just disappear off screen. You know, right. I, have, I have other kids that are such manipulators. They're in front of the screen, like up close, like I am right now doing this martial art moves. And I'm going, dude, you're sitting down, aren't you? Like they, they position themselves in the camera and their upper body is the only thing that's visible. And it looks like they're doing stuff. I'm like, stand up. What's wrong with you? But they're, um, you know, they're, they're so smart, these little guys, you know, they know how to get around it. So, yeah, I mean, I'm doing the same thing similarly, but I think the marketing is going to be something that we have to then step up. But I would really do some feelers, start off slower as you start to see the floodgates opening with less restrictions. Then I would market heavily. Um, I've been putting a certain segment of my money that I'm making away. Um, at, this week is the only week that was, well, last week on Monday, I stopped my ads from running on Facebook for the virtual classes. And I'm stocking that money up that I would have been spending, putting it in a savings so that when I do come out, I'm going to come out full force. My budget's going to be double or triple. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I stopped mine until I got my site up. And right. uh, let me let me let me show you. Um, So you, you can't hear, you couldn't hear me? Okay, so I did this wrong then. Here's what I need to do. Okay, so here, let me do this. Let me make this solo. I think I did it wrong. You can't? You can't hear me? Really? Let's try that again. You you can't you. Could. I know the minute the minute you're, you you popped off picture, it went uh, quiet. 
well, that's stupid. Yeah, I don't know if it's a because three of us are on. Well, it's sharing a screen. I should still be able to talk okay, over now, the screen. Now I see three. I'm on Facebook Live. I can still hear you. And now I see three screens live on. on oh, you could, you could hear me on Facebook the whole time? I don't know. Let me. No, I don't know. I, I have my voice off. Here, let me. Uh, hold on a second. I'm going to uh, switch over to solo here and see what happens. I'm just catching up. The live is catching up here. So hold on. Now, I can't hear you, by the way. Switch over to solo here and see what happens. All right, it's working. I'm just catching up. The live is okay. catching up here, so hold on. All right. Hey, yeah. Allie, it works. It works. So they'll they'll be able to hear me. Oh, when I went on Facebook and turned my sound off, I couldn't hear you. Oh, well, it worked that time. I just... Uh, I'm just okay. catching up here, so hold on. And, and they can hear you. We just can't hear each other. That's stupid. Okay. All right, so well, anyways, let me, let me just quickly show the site real quick. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, uh, basically it says who else wants to get uh, two weeks of virtual uh, or free virtual live stream or in-person martial arts training for your child. Um, and uh, then I've got a video that goes along with it. Oh, it's yeah, almost directly the same site that I had before, uh, except the headline is, uh, is different. And then some of the copy is different. But the video uh, is is completely different because I have to talk about obviously uh, um, you know the differences between the virtual and uh, and the live and the in person. So uh, they have a diff they have two options. So when they opt in, and let me get rid of this. When they uh, when they opt in, that we're going to do a virtual uh, orientation first, and then they'll let me know what they want to do, whether they want to do the in person classes or whether they want to do the, uh, uh, the, the virtual classes. Gotcha. Or, or, a com or a combination of the two, right? Yeah, I do allow them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. all based upon whatever they, you know, whatever they decide they want to do. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I think that for me, I think a good portion of the people will probably be doing both at certain times, right? They're going to, they're going to do some live classes and then when they don't get on the schedule, they could do the zoom classes, right? And they could be on there and I'm going to simulcast live, um, the, all the classes on zoom. And then I may change the, the way we have a link to it, you know, that kind of thing, you know, and, um, you know, having people so they could sign in and watch or a parent could drop their kid off and go out in the parking lot and sign in and watch from there as well. Yeah, and we're going to, uh, this month, we're still going to do uh, live <clears throat> uh, virtual. My plan is, and see, then we're closed the first week of July for July 4th. Right. So uh, the last two days of June, which is the uh, uh, 29th and 30th, we're closed. And then the first all the way through the 5th, we're closed. <clears throat> and so uh, then moving into July, my hope is everything is just uh, in person. And if you're still not comfortable coming in, you can do the classes on demand. So what that means is they're not live, they're, they're recorded and uh, you, know, you, can, you can do them the next day because they'll be put up on the app uh, that night and then you'll be able to do them the next day. And then you just got to message me and tell me that you did them so I can give you class credit. Okay, that's cool. That's good. Yeah, that's, no. that's awesome. So they, they have the availability. I mean, we want to make it as convenient as we can for our clientele making sure that they, you know, they have a lot of options. I know a lot of my friends that I've talked to, I've tried to discourage 
them from going, okay, well, we're back in action and that's it. You either come right. and do live classes or you don't. I'm like, you got to understand that certain people are still going to be cautious. They're going to be nervous, you know, so you have to be careful at how quickly you cut the, the live classes out. Let me uh, uh, show this video real quick uh, that I created <clears throat> for it. Okay. I, mean, I hope I can see it and hear it. Yeah, I hope so too. There we go. All right. I'm going to put us, this is solo. So here we go. Hi, my name is Dwayne Brummett, owner of TriStar Martial Arts Academy. During these crazy times, it's more important than ever for your child to maintain a sense of structure, activity, exercise, and normalcy. That's why we're offering our martial arts classes both online and in person so your child can stay safe, engaged, and maintain a sense of structure and community. Whether it's from our studio or from the safety of your own home, everyone wins. If you feel more comfortable about having your child do the free trial virtually first and then make your way in, or you feel comfortable about being a part of our limited in-person classes, we have something for everyone. Now more than ever, with all the other sports not available to your child, they need a structured activity to help them stay healthy and stay active. And they can do all that while having fun learning self-defense techniques, bully protection strategies, and anti-abduction protection skills. Not to mention all the character development skills our martial arts program instills into kids like yours. These are the benefits that parents like you enjoy most about our program. Skills like focus, discipline, listening skills, doing it the first time skills, manners, respect, and much more. And these skills are not just academically taught, but rather your child will be put into situations and scenario, scenarios where they will learn these skills firsthand from experience. After you register for the free trial, you will pick a time that is convenient for, for you for our virtual jumpstart orientation. This will include me, you, and your child. During this virtual orientation, I will go over the program with you in totality and do a virtual karate introductory lesson with your little one to get them prepared for their first class, whether that's virtual classes or in-person classes. Now, who is this free trial best for? Mostly ages five and up, but we do have a three and four-year-old class as well. So fill out your information in the form provided to get access to your child's free martial arts classes now. Unfortunately, we can only offer this for the next 30 kids, and under these circumstances, spots will fill up quickly, so don't delay. All right. Can you see me, Allie? Yep, I can see you now. That's Okay, could you hear that at all? I did. I'm watching the video. Like we're a little bit in a little bit of a delay on Facebook. So I see it as, and it's going on right now, but it was good. Yeah, it was excellent. Okay. All right. So, yeah. And then, you know, if you just go to tristarkarate.com, if you're looking to see what it is or, or check anything out, feel free to do that guys. Yeah, that was awesome. Great job. I, I love it. So then, um, right. okay. So now, now, um, that was for the marketing of it too. Are you doing anything different for, actual students themselves for example what are you doing to keep those students that you have motivated you know give them a little bit of extra excitement enthusiasm fun anything special going on 
at the moment, no. I mean, I probably should do something. I don't know. I, you know, I'm just excited to have them indoors again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I um, well, by the way, this coming tomorrow, Friday, we're doing, I know this is, I, I, if I, anyone ever told me 25 years ago, they would have said that you're going to do um, Nerf Wars uh, or you're going to do a parents night out or a Halloween party. I'd probably be like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm not doing that. And then, of course, I do. So this we've already done, based on your suggestion, a, a bingo night. Um, we did the scavenger hunt. Right. And you did that as well. And now this coming Friday, we're doing a virtual pet show. I, I know. Right. Pet show like a pet show. Um, but and the reason why we do it, we're doing it is because my teacher, who's uh, the, the guy, Renchi Ryan, who runs the school with me. He, um, he basically said, every single class, they're trying to show me their pets. He said, why don't we just do a pet show? Hey, look at my pet. Look at my cat. Look at my dog. And then sometimes they're doing a workout, and the dog's in the middle of their workout. And it's kind of cute and fun. So we're going to do like a virtual pet show. No winners, no losers. Just everyone's going to show their pets, introduce them by name. If they know how to do a trick, have them do a trick. And something just fun. Just another way to show the students and bond them together to create a more personal environment. Um, I'm still getting such great compliments from parents that are taking the time to do it and say, listen, thank you so much for the last three months of creating some sort of normalcy in my child's life for all the yes. events that you've hosted. And um, I've even had, you know, two people out of all the, you know, the hundred or so people um, bring me a little gift and Ryan a gift. I, he might've gotten more gifts than I did, but I know I got a gift card from one of the moms saying, thank you. And um, it's just a special kind of thing that we, we've been doing, right? And many people, a lot of martial arts schools just said, I can't do it. And they threw their arms in the air and they shut down. Um, well, I know that I've been working video. harder. I've been working more right. than I, I feel. I feel like I've been working more than when I built the business itself. Right, right. And, and we're going to work harder now, especially. Because we have to, we have to make like you know. Normally, every month you might have a, a student burn rate, right? Of you know people who are quitting, of you know like three, maybe five, and you're bringing in five, maybe six, or maybe equal. Um, and some months you have a little bit lower, some months you have a little bit higher, and it stays average. I mean, this was like someone just said, "You're done," you know, yeah. and people were like, they didn't know. And uh, so you, I lost like a good, I would say at least 50% of my enrollment is, is gone. I think that maybe, maybe 25 or 20% of those people will come back. Um, maybe 30 overall. Uh, and it's going to take a while, right? Yeah, that, that's then, the question. But when? Right. And then I'm going to have, I'm going to have to sort through this all. Like, for the last three months, your credit card bounced to one of the months you trained. Do we just say, welcome back with open arms, clean slate, sign a new agreement and start from here? Or do we say, hey, listen, you're going to have to pay us for that month that you missed. Or, you know, or if they've had financial difficulties, we work out some sort of deal. It's going to be um, an, an interesting thing. Um, and uh, I, I mean, I'm kind of excited about it because I love building. And uh, when I was rebuilding my second school, um, we were killing it over there. And then we got hit. And, you know, being that students didn't know me that well, didn't have a loyalty to me, a loyalty to me because it was building new. Um, a lot of them just quit, you know, and they just cancel credit cards or they stopped paying or they got nasty. And I'm like, 
obviously you don't know me. That's why you're getting that way. So I, I'm going to have to rebuild that again. And I'm, I'm excited about it, but I'm also like, oh, God, I'm tired. Right. Like, I don't get it. Like, you know, we were doing so we were growing, you know, our, right before this all hit, the Dodgers were on an upswing that I hadn't seen in quite some time. I was so motivated and excited about it. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. We had the best month. I think I've, I've not that I've ever had, but this is my second best month in March of this right. year. Yeah. So um, I have a, a client. Um, I won't mention his name, but I mean, I'm watching his stats and he hasn't lost a penny every, every month he's been up some months that he's been way up some months he's been down equaled off, but he's like steady with his income of what he made last year. And he's still upset at times. I'm like, you got to stop being that way. You're very lucky. Your school has maintained, maintained full tilt, not 20% down. I mean, he's equal. Um, same amount of students. He lost like maybe 10 or 12 students, but I mean, financially he's doing much better and he's upgrading and renewing people at a price increase, which wow. is a massive price increase. So um, it really all depends on who you are and what your area is and how people were affected and how you've approached it and what you've given. I mean, we've literally given out thousands of dollars of free books and shirts and masks and masks, things yeah. like that. You know, like we've done everything we could to be there for our students. And I'm hoping that in the long run, um, it, it's recognized. Uh, and if not, that's what we do anyway, right? We do it because we want to and we want to continually change lives. Well, and I think uh, we have a sweet, okay. So when we went into this, we had a leg up because besides dance, well, that's about it. Besides dance, we were the only thing that people could do online. Right. 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 Well, uh, I, I don't know about you, but baseball is not opening up around here. They're saying right. soccer is probably not going to open up and football is probably not going to open up. OK, that gives us an opportunity to get people in, even if it's only as an activity until their main activity shows up right. again. Right. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Definitely. And um yeah, and I think, too, though, that there – I mean, I hate to say that we're going to capitalize on the people who failed, but there are a lot of schools um, that went out of business or will soon go out of business where, you know, the, the restrictions are lifted, but the flow of students don't come back in quick enough. Like, I have a friend – I just – a good friend of mine, he runs a Muslim martial arts center in Brooklyn, New York. And um, he's on the verge of closing. So we're doing a fundraiser for him now. So he asked me to help out. I posted the fundraiser on my page. We've, I've had, you know, I'm shocked. I've had like many of my students and old students. This is the weird loyalty that I find interesting, right? Like, so some of the people who haven't trained with me in years literally went on that guy's page and donated money because they wanted to say thanks to me yeah. for all, all, all I did for them. So they were saying thank you back by doing that. I mean, I thought that was pretty insanely cool. Um, you know, and then there are just martial arts schools that are like, Hey, listen, I'm doing okay. And I'm going to open. Okay. And be able to survive. Let me throw this guy 50 bucks or a hundred bucks to help him out. So, you know, he has to pay his rents. His landlords weren't really working with him. Many of his students quit and didn't come back. They just stopped. So, uh, anyway, there's going to be a lot of that going on. And I think that you and I, when we open strongly, and show that we're staples in the community, all these other schools that were quick flashes in the pan and now they're out, 
people will say, you know, that's why we probably should take our kids there because they've stood this test, test of time. They, you know, they're still out there no matter what. They didn't shut down. Right. <clears throat> yeah. You know, and I think that that's essential. Right. So, yeah, I, I guess it's a matter of what school owners looking at, you know, number one, their safety procedures, how they're going to reopen and have the optics and visuals of safety. Don't be afraid to say it. Hey, this is where we sanitize our hands. This is how many times a day that we clean. You know, um, some of my friends that own schools got an air infiltration systems that kill bacteria, airborne bacteria and viruses and so on. Some of them are having their places sprayed by a professional company once or twice a week, and which I think is overkill. Um, and, uh, you know, but all of those optics make people feel more comfortable. So when they go in, it's like going, you ever watch the Seinfeld episode where Jerry goes to the restaurant and the chef is in the bathroom with him and the chef goes to the bathroom and comes out and goes to shake his hand and then leaves without washing his hands. And Jerry's oh, like, no. yeah, and he's like, let's go. We're out of here. And then, he, you know, he, he was I think it was Poppy's restaurant. And he's like, Poppy didn't clean his hands after going to the bathroom. He was the optics of it all just threw him off. It was his favorite restaurant. And he never would go there again. So we have to make sure that the optics are there and that we're showing people that we clean and everyone is safe and everyone is secure. And by the way, I, I said this to my client in Australia, we do that already, don't we? Like, yeah. But people don't recognize it. They don't know that we do it, but we clean every night. We disinfect the bathrooms, clean the bathrooms. We take care of all of our things that we need to do to run the safest, cleanest, most efficient school. But people thought, that's business is normal, but other people weren't doing that. So now we can say, this is what we've been doing forever. It's yep. no different really. And it gives you a chance to toot your own horn about what you're doing well. Yeah. I mean, I guess the only thing we haven't been doing is uh, we, we weren't wiping down all the door handles every, you yeah. know, every time. Uh, but other than that, everything else was being cleaned to the hilt. Right, exactly. And I don't know if we need to wipe everything down uh, coming back in. I mean, maybe right now initially because of that fear, but I think they've already said that the studies have shown that uh, this virus doesn't survive on certain surfaces or any, you know, has any kind of contagion on surfaces where everybody, we in my house, we'd get a delivery from Whole Foods. We'd take everything out of the bag and wipe it down with Clorox bleach, then bring it into the house. Like we were really careful. Um, so, uh, but now we're like, just get it in the refrigerator. Like, you know, we, we're not really worried. We're kind of complacent now because it's the fear is dropped. Right. Well, and, but we, we also have a little bit more information than we had before. Right. So that makes exactly. the difference, you know? Yeah, without a doubt. So then my next thing is for people too. the one thing that I think I suggest is, uh, and I was telling my client in Australia this as well, and, and um, I call it shaking the bushes. Um, when I was in Japan, I watched these people with uh, their, and I told you the story where they had hunting birds and they'd release the hunting birds into the sky and then they'd go and they'd shake the shrubbery and little animals, chipmunks and squirrels and rabbits would run out and these hawks would swoop down and catch them and that's how they would hunt. Um, so I call it shaking in the bushes. Like, what are we doing to shake the bushes for new enrollment? Don't just hope for your students to come back. You know, maybe like my a client in Australia said, Go in and say hello and leave a stack of flyers in all the local businesses. You know, go back to creating that synergy of why you were the most important, famous person in your town. Um, you know, do it personally. Even if you and I are doing the same thing, we could have our, our, our students or our parents or not parents or our employees do it. Um, but it's never the same as us reestablishing why we've been there for this right. long period of time. 
So go out and, and meet the community. Go out and re reassure them. You know, go out and market your school. Reach out to the moms groups and the pops groups on Facebook. And, you know, single moms, single dads, parents of your town. And, um, you know, put out an offer to give them a free month of classes or whatever to just come in. And, you know, start getting your name out there and knock it out of the box. Yeah. I, I will say that <clears throat> the biggest population that I lost was my three and four year olds. I lost um, literally every three and four year old I have or had except for two. Okay. And my five and six year olds were rocking it before this yeah. all happened. And um, if I have 15% of five and six year olds now, that's right. where we're at. Well, that's interesting because our groups that that were decimated and we had like 30 little two to four year olds and then that was that we only have now eight of them actively training maybe if that um maybe they'll come back and and i think that had a lot to do with um environment right because uh very hard to get a two and three year old to focus on a tv screen right like we're teaching them how to focus in a classroom and we're standing them in the line and we're teaching them all these drills but there was no way um, that a parent would. And I found, too, our kids at that age are getting a little bored. So I started incorporating parenting um, into the classroom where the parents are holding the pillow. The parents are using the thing for body movement and all of that so that the parents are a part of it. And parents are actually working out with their kids, which is kind of cool. Um, but you're right, though. I mean, my older groups, uh, the five to eight-year-olds are killing it. I mean, we have packed classes, 30 people, 25, 30 people each class that we run. Right. So, uh, and then the adults too. I think the early teenagers got lazy. Yeah. I don't know what the parents did. Just said, "Yeah, go do whatever you want. Listen, go play Sega or whatever game you know, Xbox, Fortnite. We'll yeah, Fortnite. We'll see you in two months. You know that kind of thing. Um, so kind of interesting, right? But yeah, so we have to shake the bushes. That was my point before. Is like we have to go out there and say, "Hey, Mrs. Jones, I know you said that your kid didn't want to do Zoom, and you've been paying." Um, what are you going to do now? Can we get you back in person or can we at least do one in person outside training in Zoom? But let's get you, let's formulate a plan to get you back into the swing of things. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Are you doing anything? Price increases, changing of your systems and programs or anything like that? Yeah. Well, I am. I, I, so our normal, what we were doing before was $149 a month for the first person. Sec, second person was 10% off. And then anybody else in the uh, immediate family can train at no additional cost. Plus, you know, there's the registration fees and stuff. Um, <clears throat> but I'm going to make it 149 across the board. So okay. 149, uh, it, it, you know, for the first person, no break for the second person. Right. <clears throat> but I will. Anybody else in the in the initial family can train at no additional cost. I, I am going to still keep that. Oh, that's interesting because I do the same thing. I do the first two family members are at this full price. Second family, third family member gets 10 or 20% off, depending on the parent and the program they join. I'm thinking of doing a few things, though, that are going to be different. Like I might revamp my leadership team um, and program. I also might revamp the way I sell my Black Belt Club program, which is in my school, anyone can join Black Belt Club. The name is irrelevant. Like, you know, it could it should have been called, you know, elite training uh, group, right? Um, but uh, 
so I'm, I'm going to probably change the way I word that because people are like, well, I'm not anywhere close to black belt, so we don't want to do it. And I have to overcome that and say it doesn't have to do with black belts. The name has been always a thorn in my side. Um, but the other That's thing why is, I switched to leadership instead of black belt. Yeah. So that when I get my guys to purple belt level, it's mandatory that they are all in the black belt club. And the reason my mindset is on this. I want them, they're purple, brown, and then they're at black belt. Like they have two steps before. I want them to come to as many of the seminars and the special classes and all of this stuff. Right. Um, but the one thing I find, though, is certain people hit a certain belt level. They're like, well, we don't have time for black belt club. And I'm like, but you have to be in the program. Um, and then, then they get mad because they're like, but I'm paying for something I'm not using. So I'm going to change the verbiage and say, like, at purple belt level from purple, brown, and black, the tuition goes up to the 169. That's just the way it's going to be. It's like my good friend, uh, John Oschlager's tuition for all of his black belts is one seventy nine a month. He's like, you're learning black belt material. It's like my teacher, when he taught me, if you were at a higher level, you paid more for your test. You paid, you know, $500 for this belt level, Don level or whatever, then seven for that one. Um, you know, so we are going to work with that a little bit more and really start yeah. to change how that works. Well, I also thought about doing like an, uh, an odd number. So, uh, rather than the 149, you know, doing uh, like a, a, a 158.52. Right, right. Just an odd number. And, and my thought behind that is going back to the negotiating book that, that we both read, right? Right. <clears throat> because uh, he talks about in that book, you know, having a, 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 a number that is uh, not a round number. When you right. are negotiating, because then right. then it's perceived that you actually did your due diligence and knowing what the cost was going to be in order to. Right. Uh, yeah. And so I like that. So I was thinking about maybe doing, you know, something like that, even like a, you know, a one a one fifty six fifty two, you know. Well, you know what I loved about that book? And by the way, again, thank you for buying it for me and giving it to me because I just used it again the other day three different situations so never um, split the difference is what it's never, called never split i'll get i'll get it i'll show it to people it's just such a great book and i've i've recommended this book and i've bought it for some of my friends that are clients and friends so it's called never split the difference and it's by chris voss and i already did his master class on master class which is um you know, the uh, the app that you could buy into and get all these great people and learn so much um so anyway, long story short, uh, with Never Split the Difference, I just negotiated again. And one thing that he says, too, is like when you're negotiating a bill, you're saying, I only have to pay this bill. I can only afford to pay you $322.11 because you're, you're showing them that that's the last of what you have. That's as far as you can push the envelope, right? So it's the same thing with um, negotiating price for, for your tuition. You know, showing that there's a very specific number that you came up with to kind of show what you should be charging rather than just a random. It's 150 bucks a month. Well, it's 149.93. Right. And, and you, you put time and effort to really get to that number to figure out why. And that's your legitimate, realistic price range. Right. So it's just an interest. If, if you haven't read it, people and you're a martial art business owner or a school owner or any kind of business owner, you got to read this book. It's a really good book. And um, and we get no commission on the sales which is good <laughs> because there's so much in it. So, yeah. So I think that um, 
I guess that for us, we have to continually keep working on uh, getting back into the swing of things, right? And and then start looking. You're big on journaling and writing things down. So am I. So start writing a plan of how you're going to market, what you're going to do, what your steps are. And maybe write your steps out. If you haven't opened yet, write those steps out on paper and, and submit it to your studio, to your student base. I'm already writing that letter. Like when we're able to come back, this is how we're going to do it. And this is what we have in mind. And this is why we're doing this. And this is what we're doing there. Mm -hmm. So that everyone understands that we're doing it with safety in mind, just like negotiating to the exact penny where right. we're thinking about this reopening more so than any other business could possibly think. Yep. Agreed. Right. So cool. Any closing statements, Dwayne? No, I think I, I think we covered pretty much everything today. Um, it was nice to get back on a call with you. I'm sorry about last yeah. week, but that's uh, okay, man. No worry, no worry. Things come up, and we're crazy busy, and it's been one of those months. So uh, I just got worried. I didn't hear from you. I was nervous, and I'm, and you're like my buddy, and I'm like, oh my god, it's just not like him, uh, you know. And and obviously, I texted you. You didn't respond because I texted your business phone, not your cell phone, and. I, 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 you know, so all of it was just the odds pointing against me getting nervous and wondering what happened. Well, I guess I should, I should, I should uh, uh, look at my texts on our, our business phone a little more often. I, I guess so. I don't even know that I could get a text on my business phone. I don't think I can. So that's well, I, I have, uh, um, we use a product called Line 2. It's an internet phone. Right. And I think I spend less than 15 bucks a month on my my phone oh yeah okay yeah. so that's interesting too because um i also when i of course i'm not at my dojo and so I'm, i i could listen to my voicemail from my home but i basically went on my dojo line i said if you need to talk to me here's my cell number and here's my email and you could text me or email me I got people that would do that. So I'm like, I, I might keep that on the message machine. So like, if I'm not getting to them right away and they want to talk to me, text me, call me on my cell. I'm almost thinking like, do I even need a dojo line? You know, like that kind of thing, because I got my cell phone, right? I'm answering all the calls anyway. I don't mind them talking to me on my cell, especially if they want to call about business or new, new students and all that stuff. So right. people call me all the time, but it's a little ridiculous now. People call me, hey, I'm having a problem getting into the Zoom page. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, what are you doing? You know, and it, it's something inevitably that they didn't click on or do something to, but but they felt like they needed to call me and they did. And I was good to give them the customer service. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know if I agree with giving them my cell phone number, but I'm probably wrong for thinking that. Well, that's okay, though. You, privacy is an important thing at times, right? But cool, dude. So we'll talk to you next week. But um, what time next week? Nine or? Yeah, we'll do nine Eastern time on Wednesday if that's good for you. Wednesday next week. So then until next Wednesday, you and I will talk all behind the scenes and stay in touch. And you have an amazing day. You and too. Everyone out there, you know, tune into us on iTunes and download the app or, you know, sign up for our, our calls so that you get notified when our new calls come out. Um, and uh, be a part of the uh, martial arts school owner talk, uh, you know, family. Sounds right, good. Have an awesome day. Take care, bud. I'll see you soon. Take All care, right, everybody. Bye. bye.